Hi, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I am Ryan Muhammad, she, her pronouns with Becker's Hospital Review. Today, I am absolutely pleased to be joined by Sina Amiri, Vice President of Revenue at Zentist. Sina, thank you so much for being here today. How are you? It is my pleasure, Maria. Kudos to you and your team for having an outstanding publication that I read quite frequently. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for that. And with that, we can jump right into the first topic in our discussion today. So to start with some background, can you tell us what is revenue cycle management in the healthcare industry? And also, what are the essential RCM metrics that DSO should monitor? So Maria, I'm a former DSO operator. So prior to joining Zentis, I ran a private equity-backed DSO. And the way that I look at revenue cycle management is that it's the financial circulatory system of a dental support organization and any dental practice. And the revenue cycle begins when the patient reaches out to schedule an appointment, and it ends when all the payments for that appointment and treatment have actually been collected. And without revenue cycle management, dental practices would not be able to stay in operation to treat patients, employ people, or frankly, pay their suppliers. And we believe at Zentis that effective revenue cycle management increases provider revenue while decreasing the time that dentists spend on administrative and non-clinical functions. And when you think about it, right, what is a DSO? It's providing non-clinical support services. So every DSO in the country is therefore a dental revenue cycle management organization. And to your second question with regards to what are the metrics that you should be looking at, at Zentist, we're looking at all of your insurance KPIs, so all of the metrics that relate to the payers. And when we look at the payer mix, what we're looking for is the number of paid claim line items. We're looking at the number of denied claim line items. We're looking at your average claim denial rate across your existing payer mix. And we think it's really beneficial to also know your denials by your top 10 payers. So if you notice, for example, that Delta Dental is contributing you know, 35% of the total denial volume to your organization, it's probably a payer you should pay more closer attention to and really look at how you're submitting those claims. And our platform, which is a software platform, does look at code level denials. And we think that the analysis of code level of denials is a great metric to look at on a frequent basis. Now, on the insurance collection side, we look at the top payments that are issued by payers. We look at how that breaks down across your practices. Uh, we're also looking at the method in which those payments are issued. So it's no wonder that if you're relying, let's say, on check payments, right, you're relying on snail mail those payments are gonna hit your bank account probably a little bit later. We are big proponents of EFT payments from payers. And a lot of organizations and practices that we come across are not actually set up to receive EFT payments because a lot of the payers require you to be set up on electronic remittance advice um, in order to receive those EFT payments. So that's an analysis that we generally do for organizations. And our goal basically is to ensure that as soon as the payment is ready to be issued, you can, as a provider organization, you can take that payment in as, as quickly as possible. And then you have your standard 
metrics or KPIs like your average insurance AR days, your average collection ratio, as well as your lowest collection ratio by pair. Wonderful. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that insight. The next question I wanted to ask you, I feel like is very crucial. Um, so when should DSOs consider centralizing or outsourcing key revenue management functions like credentialing, um, insurance verification, and payment posting? And also, how should they strategize this approach as they scale their operations? Marie, when I look at this question, I often start with, you know, what is the objective of your DSO. And you have to really look at what is the current core competency of your organization, I think, before you can determine you know, what needs to be outsourced. So as an example, if you're going to your providers and saying to them that when you join our DSO, one of the things that we take great pride in is generating new patient flow, right? So marketing would then have to be a core competency of your organization because you're promising these affiliated practices the fact that you're going to drive new patient traffic. On the other hand, if you're affiliating with practices and your brand promise to those practices is that we're going to improve your AR and we're going to reduce your claim denials, then revenue cycle management should be a core competency of the organization. Now, what's interesting is that in the medical industry, outsourcing revenue cycle management is way more common than it is in dental. I think part of the challenge you have in dental is that considering the fact that consolidation is a relatively new phenomena versus medical, meaning the majority of the market is still not consolidated into dental groups, historically, there hasn't been a lot of great outsourcing options available in the market. And so I think a lot of the DSO operators, they're struggling with the quality of the existing solutions in the market. You know, at Zentis, we look at it from a perspective of if you wanted to, for example, outsource your credentialing, um, you really look at what are the vendors that are in the market and determine, can they do a better job than we can internally, right, with this particular process? And I always recommend, you know, starting a pilot or a trial so that you can actually assess the quality of the work that's going to get done. And then you can decide whether you're going to expand uh, the services from there. So I think it really comes down to determining what is the brand promise to those providers and then determining whether you have the existing resources or could you potentially bring on those resources. And with the current interest rate environment, I think that there is generally a greater tendency today than let's say 2020 or prior to outsource certain functions because a lot of the DSOs are challenged with justifying the increase in overhead expenses at the corporate level, particularly if they have existing bank debt and the um, creditors right, require you to have a certain ratio. Yeah, thank you so much for giving us those examples. And that background is really helpful in how we see what's happening for DSOs right now. Um, for you, how can dental service providers enhance the effectiveness of revenue cycle management uh, by leveraging artificial intelligence or AI and technologies like the robotic process automation? So there's a lot of buzzwords, Maria, getting thrown around in the industry today. And you know, when we look at um, the trends, we, we generally look at what problem you're looking to solve. And so I would caution everybody to rather than 
getting on a hype train, really finding out what is the problem we're fundamentally trying to solve. So one of the problems that exists today in dental revenue cycle management is there was a lot of PDF and paper documents. And so a sub-segment of artificial intelligence, which is called text mining, it's also referred to as text analytics, um, uses natural language processing to transform the free text in these documents and databases into normalized structured data that's very suitable for analysis by machine learning algorithms. This is an area that Zenta specializes in. And the reason why we think it's super relative um, to providers is all of us, if you've ever been to a dental clinic, know we get a lot of mail. And when we don't get mail, we're logging into payer portals and we're downloading such things as explanation of benefit statements. So we believe that text mining is a very applicable segment of artificial intelligence that every provider should leverage given the volume of PDF documents, physical documents that are coming in to the practice. Uh, and, and a lot of data, right, resides in these documents that can assist you in collecting more cash from payers. Yeah, absolutely. It all sounds very effective. And overall, you've given us some amazing answers today. Thank you so much for that. Uh, but before I let you go, the last thing I wanted to ask you is, what sets a Zentist apart and uniquely positions it to assist DSOs with their revenue cycle management needs? Uh, so Maria, we were founded in 2015 and we're backed by Silicon Valley investors. And we were the first to offer a modern cloud-based insurance revenue cycle management software. And today we are privileged to have over 40 of the fastest growing dental support organizations with over a thousand dental practices using our software to reduce claim denials and collect cash faster from payers. Um, what really sets us apart, I believe, is the fact that we have today the widest dental payer coverage in the industry. What I mean by that is today we are parsing over 200 uh, unique payers explanation and benefit statements. So our text mining technology can extract relevant information from these EOBs across more than 200 pairs. On top of that, we have the ability to aggregate electronic remittance advice, ERAs or 835s across more than 500 pairs. So this coverage is by far the greatest coverage of pair analysis in the industry. And we think we can bring a lot of value to DSOs that are national, that have practices across various states considering that we've already worked with a lot of these pairs already. Uh, on top of that, outside of the clearinghouses, we have the largest AI ML engineering team that's dedicated specifically to revenue cycle management. We are today the largest team that's focused 100% on insurance payment hosting technology innovation. And so what I mean by that is we have the ability to reconcile, for example, your remittance data, those EOBs and ERAs against the check and EFT deposits that are coming into the bank account. And this eliminates the need for manual EFT trackers or lockbox services and is going to improve the productivity of your insurance payment hosting team. Wow, that is absolutely amazing. Thank you so much, Sina, for your time and the great discussion today. We really do appreciate it. 
It has been my pleasure, Maria, and uh, thank you so much for having me on the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Yeah, absolutely. And I'd also like to thank Zentist as well for sponsoring this episode. You can tune in some more podcasts from Becker's Healthcare by visiting our podcast page.